Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is, let's see, Super Husband Steve Barber. And joining me, as always, is Delicious Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And I have to say right now, I'm trying to play the role of Super Husband because, of course, if, you know, we missed this past Monday because my wife had surgery. Um, she is recovering, you know, I'd say pretty well. Um, you know, I, I literally just changed out. You know, so the bandages not to get gross. I've already sent Joy on the pictures, but uh, but I mean, of course, she has you know she has some sutures in her back, and you know uh, was held together with some staples, and so I had to make sure to change it out, and so had to keep an eye on those kind of things because she can't exactly see her back, and so I right. had to check for you know things. Uh, and that, during the surgery, I don't even know if I told you this during the surgery itself, um, sh- the anesthesia made her like it at one point it made her blood pressure drop and her oxygen level drop oh so she decided okay i'm done and got up tried to get up and leave during the surgery <laughs> oh with oh. Uh, you know with her spine exposed yeah you know? oh lord so they had to get her back down and almost had to like <laughs> strap her down and they had to lower the anesthesia enough to where you know she wouldn't it would it would uh, they had well, first they had to give her something to calm her anxiety. Then they had to get the anesthesia down um, enough to where she wouldn't do that again. Right. You no, know? but unfortunately, it meant she felt. <coughs> excuse me. She felt every Everything. single staple that they put in. Oh, bless her. You heart. know, and she said that you know she actually heard them say, um, you know, give her, um, give her the local, you know, um, because she still and you can think about this, she still had some anesthesia. Mm-hmm. So they even that could have been worse. Oh but, Lord! But mm. yeah, she did. She didn't remember trying to get up, but she does remember that because I mean they had they actually did have to part of this procedure because it's a spinal cord stimulator that they implanted, mm-hmm. and part of that they have to wake wake the patient up, you know, to say okay, can you feel this? And they have to basically pump some energy through it, right? If they feel it going through, oh. you know, so. Um, and that's just to make sure it's working. Um, yep. So, uh, so that was a, uh, not so pleasant day for her. I mean, the only thing I could do was just kind of sit in the waiting area, you know, yeah. but you know, got yeah. her home, home fine. I mean, she's been uh, recuperating. She's actually been able to walk some, uh, she still can't drive. Has she been uh, trying to work? Uh, as far as like doing quotes, mm-hmm. no, nope. No quotes for the travel agent right now. She already told all her clients. Oh, okay. Look, I'm having surgery. I'm not going to be able to get back with you. Um, you know, I didn't have to have her laptop. I mean, I mean, I, and I don't. Well, she hasn't mentioned any quotes, but I mean, but she she's been so out of it because she's having to take her antibiotics and she's having been having to take you know Percocet. Yeah. Uh, because of the pain and you know, so she's been sleeping a lot. Yeah, I bet. So, yep. So that's been fun. Uh, but she was recovered enough, well enough for me to be able to record tonight because I got her mm-hmm. blessing, you know, so I just, like I said, I literally just changed out her bandages, mm-hmm. you know, on the sutures right before we uh, came in my office so we could start recording. Whew. And, she, and she has our brand new little dog, uh, <laughs> you know, Queenie the Chewinie, you know, to keep her company. And. Uh, now we are having to watch that because Queenie has figured out how to get into bed. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, hey, you don't want to drop your cell phone. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. 
Caden called me, and I think he remembered that I'm on the podcast as he instantly hung up. Oh. So he's probably he's out walking, so he's probably going to ask me some random question. Oh, well, after I, I give our contact and listening info, I'll tell you who Leighton called the other night. That was probably even more eventful. <laughs> now, if you want to get a hold of us via email to email us about anything, any kind of show suggestions, if you just want to say hi, if you want to you know tell us how we're doing, uh, it is armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at Facebook on Facebook on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Instagram at armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchairbookingpodcast. And you can find us on YouTube, the only video platform that I'm aware of that we are on. Obviously, you know that if you're watching us. But make sure you tell your friends about us because we could always use many subscriptions subscribers is what we can get uh, i'd love mm-hmm. to hit 100 because that way we can change our url to a real one yep uh and you can find us just about any kind of audio platform there is if we're not there let one of us know and we will do what we can to get ourselves added and we actually have merch you can find us on our merch site at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair-booking-podcast if you want to hit up dwayland directly you can find him on Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73. And the fat daddy is also part of his social media with YouTube and also TikTok, uh, big and fat. Yep. Because big mama, fat daddy. And, you know, well, the 73, we know what that's about. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> you can also find my other podcast, Cubicle Chat. And you just go look for that on audio and where I talk about other things besides wrestling. And I did not have an episode yesterday because I was like, um, I didn't have, I mean, I may have been able to record, but I didn't want to take the chance. Yeah. You know, cause Juan was, it was still kind of recuperating stuff and I didn't have anything prepared because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. So I didn't want to set something up and then not be able to go. Have I forgotten anything? Uh, no, I think you got it all. I say it's been a week and I will say last week we welcomed, back to the show for an appearance uh the original co-host kyle yep and who had a really good time really good episode yeah and kyle he, he enjoyed it and we will definitely have to have him back at some point uh, because he's a very busy man and so we were actually kind of fortunate enough he was able to fit us in his <laughs> schedule yeah because yeah he told us about you know what time he wakes up in the morning and and mm-hmm. it, what all he does i mean and it's a lot uh i mean because i thought i did a lot but wow um because I actually had Randy, another friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, who actually stood in as co-host once. And yeah, yeah, yep. Um, well, he actually looked at me at church a couple weeks ago, and he said, "Do you just not believe in any time off at all?" <laughs> and, <laughs> I was like, "Apparently not," you know. But uh, he's another good dude. I wouldn't mind having him as a you know guest co-host again as well. Yeah, you know, because you've never actually been had a chance to really talk to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the super guy, you know, also very knowledgeable about wrestling. Um, he was the one who actually introduced me to the Northern Wrestling Federation. Cool. And, you know, he, and, and since then, it's been rocking and rolling. Um, he's helped me, you know, he actually introduced me to certain people right. in the company like Roger Ruffin. Because um, Randy, he actually went to a fantasy camp they had uh, like 10 years ago or so. Uh, Randy, if you're listening to this, text me and, and you know, let me know how long ago it was <laughs> that you went through that. Um but oh, so real quick, I'll talk about tell you about the phone call Leighton had the other night. I saw, okay. it. and then we'll get to talking about all the news that's fit to not really fit to print, but fit to be in a podcast. <laughs> a lot of wrestling news. 
so my son, you know, he has his own cell phone, but he's supposed right. to, uh, he had, because, you know, he at school started back, he has to give the phone up. Right. Right. Because he'll be on it all night otherwise. Yeah. And, we, and believe me, we caught him. Mm-hmm. Like during the summertime, you mm-hmm. know, when we don't necessarily take it from him, we've caught him. Yeah. Uh, there's been times where he will get up in the middle of the night and go to wherever we have the phone charging and he would get it and then we will catch him. Oh. Yeah. And he'll, and sometimes he'd forget that, you know, why are you going to take it back to your room and get on it? Because you're not going to remember to put it back in the charger and then we're going to look in the morning going, where's your phone? Yeah. So we're in his room. He was actually already asleep. So I actually did feel bad a little bit about that. We're in his room to get his phone and actually to make sure it gets put on the charger because if it doesn't, it'll just, the batteries will go dead. Yeah. And he won't really, it, it'll just be a paperweight the next day. Cause right. We, yeah. I mean, we can put it on the charger for 30 minutes at the house and, I mean, and they chart the first part of them charges quick. It'll go from like zero to like 40 mm-hmm. in that time. But however, when, of course, he'll also have like 60 apps open and that's not an exaggeration. He's had 60 apps open oh, on the Lord. phone. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm digging around there. All right. He's, he's asleep. So I'm kind of feeling on the mattress where the phone normally is when he falls asleep and it's not mm-hmm. there. And so I'm like taking my, my phone. I'm kind of shining a light and I don't see it. And all of a sudden he wakes up. What are you doing? You know, I'm like, give me your phone. He's like, oh, I was sleeping. I'm like, give me your phone. He's like, oh, and he's looking around for what he can't find it. So I call the phone and we hear it. It had fallen between his bed and the wall. Okay. Okay. So, so he's reaching down. I don't want to reach over him. Right. You no, know, um, but he's reaching down. He could feel it. And right before he hands it to me, he says, Oh my God, dad, I just called 911. I'm like, Oh my Lord. Oh no. Yep. So I was like, well, here, give me the phone. And, you know, we'll, it's like, hurry up, hang up real quick, you know, so they don't come on. Well, when he said he'd called 911, he didn't, he didn't say then. He told me the next day he could hear somebody on the line going, hello, hello. And when I picked it up, I didn't hear anything. So, I, And I was like, I could see it had been connected for like 40 seconds. So I just yeah. went ahead and hung up. Yeah. And then I got to walking away and I was like, they're going to call back. Yeah. And they did, you know, because a 911 hang up. Yes. That could be an indication of something pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So I answered the phone, you know, when they, when, you know, the operator, when she called back and so, yes, sir, we had a 911 hang up and I explained to her, I said, yeah, my son, he dropped his phone between the bed and wall and we're trying to get, he accidentally, because I don't know about the Androids, but iPhones, you know, they have the, like the SOS function where mm-hmm. if you're holding this button for too long, it will call it for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is a, not a bad feature to have. However, she told me, she's like, it happens all the time because <laughs> people don't realize that this button's being pushed. And yeah. Um, and but I told her, I said, yeah. And then she said, you know, name, name and address. And I gave them all to her. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, there was nothing bad going on. So. Um, she said, okay, she's like, I'll go ahead and let them know that everything is uh, fine. And she's like, but they might still come out just to check. I'm like, all right. So I waited like half an hour and, you know, looking out the door for sheriff's department to show up, nothing. So I finally went to bed. I mean, got my CPAP on and I mean, I'm about right. right, When all of a sudden I hear (laughs) and there they were and there, (laughs) yeah. I just, you hear it, the new dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's freaking out. Sorry, Queenie. 
Um, and so I get up, you know, and open the door. And of course, it's the deputy. And he's like, yeah, we have a, we had a 911 hang up. And um, like, yes, sir. I said everything I said. I, I, I apologize. I said my son accidentally called 911. He said, okay. He was there like a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. Funny thing was, it was the same deputy who came out um, about a year and a half ago when we had the issue with my neighbor who threatened to shoot me, my other neighbor. Yeah. Same guy. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, you know, that my son, he was still freaking out, you know, thinking, oh my God, they're going to arrest me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, they don't arrest people for accidentally calling 911 unless yeah. they do it a lot. Yeah. Unless they're just pranking, then they'll do it. But yeah. Um, or like, uh, the one girl who I was stationed with in Japan a long time ago, we're talking mid nineties. And her phone, her actual house phone, she had the like the speed dial buttons. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can program. I had a phone like that too. They were, yeah. they were awesome. Kids today, they don't get that. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a phone where I could, it was like 12 different numbers you could program in. Mm-hmm. She programmed in 911. Yeah. And mm. of course, the funny yeah. thing was when, um, Back when we were in high school, our phone, we actually had eight numbers. We could just hit like star one, star two, whatever. Yeah. Because you were one of the ones I had programmed in. Yeah, you um, were programmed in mine too. We had there that we too. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, and my mom, you know, they, I'm like, first I did two. I figured it was four of us living there. So I figured I had two numbers apiece. Yeah. Then a couple months later, they hadn't used any of them. <laughs> you know, so I, I filled up the rest of them. And my mom got mad later on. She realized what happened. She's like, well, what if we get, need to die 911? I'm like, if you're, if I thought you hit 911. Yeah. So this girl over in, in Japan, you know, and the 911 was for on base, mm-hmm. you know, on the base we were at. Um, I don't remember what you died for emergencies off base because uh, every, every country is different. Right. Um, but her daughter, who was all of maybe two years old at the time, you know, if that, Hit the button. Had, had hit the button so many times, you know, because oh. when the girl, you know, had, you know, girl, my coworker, when she had like fallen asleep, you mm-hmm. know, kids will, you know, they'll yeah. wake up and sometimes they'll just get into whatever. And, or sometimes she's not paying attention to kids picking up the phone, hitting the button. And they told her, we get one more 911 call and you're going to be telling your commander. Um, oh. Yeah. You're like, get it off your speed dial. Yeah. So, so in wrestling news, speaking of nine one ones and getting arrested, first news story I go ahead and throw in there, you know, just because I can segue pretty easily to it. Velveteen Dream. Uh, like I was telling you before the before we started recording, talk about a waste of potential. Yes, Velveteen Dream, real name Patrick Clark. Velveteen Dream had absolutely everything anybody that's watched nxt um you know about 2017 to 2019 i mean velveteen dream had it he had you know he had charisma mic skills he had you know presence you know the character was Mm -hmm. great the in-ring work was great and i mean dude dude's only you know early twenties and he's, he was already blowing people away with how good he was in the ring. He had absolutely everything it was 
everything needed to be an absolute megastar in pro wrestling and couldn't stay out of trouble. First, you had the accusations of, you had grooming accusations of messages he had been sent, supposedly sent to, you know, to people. Uh, apparently that, you know, he ended up being cleared of, you know, those accusations, but then he's been arrested on multiple drug counts in the last six months or so. And it's just, it's just a waste. Oh. It's like, you know, and it's a waste for anybody to get in that kind of trouble, you know, repeatedly. But when your dream is to be in pro wrestling and work for the biggest wrestling company in the world, and you get that opportunity, you're getting the push, you're, you know, you're over, you know, you're moving merchandise, fans are, you know, cheering for you and all this, you're going to throw all that away for drugs. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't get it. And like you said, you know, uh, real name Patrick Clark, he started wrestling in Maryland. You know, mm -hmm. he was training up there. And had actually, I want to say, won like one of their local titles. They had put mm -hmm. the belt on him. But then he got on to Tough Enough. Yep. And what was it, 2015? I think so. 2016? Yeah, it's when they brought it's when they brought Tough Enough back. Yeah. Because I want to say just whenever it was that Hogan all of a sudden, you know, the um the well, you can't say they're allegations. I mean, he was on videotape. Yeah. Yeah, you know, saying some kind of racial things. Now he actually wouldn't even kind of. He was saying some racial things. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, he flat out said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Hogan was actually he was on tough enough when that happened. He was one of the judges, and all of a sudden they took him off and they brought in the Miz. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, Patrick Clark was actually all he was one of the contestants on Tough Enough, <laughs> and they said then they said great wrestler, bad attitude. Mm -hmm. Because yep. they said he 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 didn't think he had to learn the history. He didn't think he had to learn about you know the the forefathers of yeah. professional wrestling. You know, it's like you no, know, you need to learn from them because they they know more already. They've already forgotten more than what oh yeah more than what you know right now. Definitely, you know. So learn from them. And he and so he ended up getting voted voted off the island, and. But they said, you know, they, they said he was going to come back into wrestling. They knew that mm -hmm. because he was just way too talented. And then finally, when he did come back, because I was looking and going, Velveteen Dream. Okay. Cool name. Interesting name. I was like, that's the dude from Tough Enough. I'm like, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, yeah, he came back and, you know, for good reason, because he was good and then just cannot keep out of trouble. No, he just, he can't. And it's, it's just sad. I mean, I hope he gets clean. I hope he gets the help that he needs. And. I'm hope he's he's able to put all this behind him. He still has time to come yeah. back to wrestling and you know be a big star if he you know can fix the attitude problem and stay out of trouble and things like that. But it's just and this this is he's not the first. No, um, sadly he won't be the last. But it's it's just sad to see someone, especially that young. He's probably 25 now. Throw away that you know that opportunity and all the potential that he's been given and and like you said the sad thing to do it all because of drugs mm -hmm. and i mean i hope 
I hope he is able to come out of it, and I hope he is able to, even if it is, you know, a smaller indie, not just an indie company, a smaller indie company. If it has to yeah. go down that far, it work really work his way back up, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're going to hire somebody, you don't want to hire somebody that's going to be a liability. No, Mm-mm. and 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 I hate to put I had to put Jeff Hardy out here like that, but he is a cautionary but, tale. I mean, he's worked for, you know, he's worked for TNA, WWE, AEW, and the same issues keep coming up every time. And he's he ends up being a liability for whatever company he works for because these companies put, you know, they put the time and the effort and the marketing and everything into pushing him as one of their stars and then he goes and gets arrested for a drug charge and mm-hmm. throws all that out the window. And I hate to see it. You know, that, that's yeah. that, all I can say about it. I hate to see it because yeah, it's me just... too. And speaking of drugs, our segue into our next story. Uh, I'll, I'll say friend of the show because he's been yeah. one of our most famous guests. Yep. Yep. Uh, Buff Bagwell has entered a rehab because he yep. had a, re- a relapse back into drugs. Yeah. Um, uh, DDP posted a uh, message on Twitter uh, and was saying how he had, because uh, Buff had been living at DDP's house. You know, he was going through the same type of, you know, training and treatment and stuff that, you know, Jake Roberts and Scott Hall went through and Buff had a relapse and, entered rehab i'm i'm glad that you know i'm not glad that he had the rehab the the relapse of course i hate that but i'm glad that he knew there was a problem and Mm -hmm. entered rehab instead of just continuing down that path and i got to thinking when jake and when scott hall when they were going through DDP's program, you mm-hmm. know, basically, I mean, he has, I mean, he has them at his house. Yes. And I don't recall them going out and doing appearances every weekend. No, I don't think so. Like they, they were pretty much off the grid, so to speak. They, I don't remember seeing, um, seeing or hearing about them making, making appearances or anything like that. They, they were at the house and they were, you know, work in the program. And those two guys, I mean, they went through it successfully. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and I realized that Scott Hall's issues, um, unfortunately led to his kind of early, you know, demise. I mean, early, yeah. you know, cause when he passed away a few months ago, uh, if I it was a week after we had buff on the yeah. program, it was exactly one yep. week later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he, he had done so much damage to his body. But I mean, he had come out and said, I mean, he was clean. Yeah. Um, and it's and it took him a while, but I mean, he was able to get clean and through help of DP. But Buff is still doing, or was until this right here, he was still doing appearances. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we know that because he went to DDP's. He moved in with DDP. Um, I like 10 days before he did the interview because I hit yep. him up and I was like, Hey, are you still going to be able to do the, do the podcast? And he's like, yes, don't worry. He said, I'll, I'll be able to do it. I was like, all right. 
you know, and then, um, of course, that was on a Monday. The following Saturday, I actually met him in person. Yeah. Yep. At the Fan Fest up in Chillicothe, Ohio. And he was there. And he had mentioned when we interviewed him, he had been in a bad car wreck. Yeah. And the car wreck, of course, I mean, led him getting, he was already on some painkillers anyway when he had his, um, his essentially a broken neck. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you ever want to hear someone give like a perfect description of how the, the neck and body is supposed to move and the injuries, that was, I mean, he described it perfectly when oh, yeah. him on the show. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but he's been through a lot injury wise. And so it's led to, uh, probably, and I'm going to get, they haven't actually said what he relapsed into, but I'm going to guess it was probably painkillers, which unfortunately is yeah. very common amongst wrestlers. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I mean, I just want to say, I mean, I don't know if he still listens to us or not, but Buff, just know we're praying for you. Absolutely. You know, cause we had, it was a fantastic interview we had with yes. him. He, um, like I told, like I, I pointed something on Conrad Thompson's Twitter, uh, because somebody had complained about Buff and I said, you know what? I said, we have Buff on our show. I said, he couldn't have been nicer if he tried. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I said, it was a great show, you know? So I said, anybody's saying that Buff, you know, I mean, yeah, he was buff. I mean, yeah. oh, he's cocky. Oh yeah. But, but I mean, he was not, he was never disrespectful. He was never, nope. he was never obnoxious. No. He, you know, he treated us with respect. Mm-hmm. He treated he treated what we're doing as you know with respect and you know I didn't I didn't have a single issue with Buff. Yeah, made us laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Story about walking in and and seeing four of him on a video game where his <laughs> nephew was playing. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty funny, you know. So, uh, but yeah, de- we definitely want to see Buff come out of this, you know, on the other side. Yes, and and be able to get past it. Um. If he never goes back into the ring again, I mean, so be it. I'm more worried about his health. Yes. You know, because yes. I'd like to meet him again and say, hey, I don't know if you remember being on our podcast because he's been on a lot of them, but he makes all these appearances. So maybe this is a way to, okay, scale it back some. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, uh, but I don't know any other way to transition to the next story we were talking about, but. One of the things which has been a complaint that the fans, well, the smart fans, and I don't mean like as intelligent smart, I'm saying smart fans who under who know what goes on behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yeah. Vince McMahon will take a wrestler and needlessly change their name. And I get some of the copyright things. Yeah, I but, get that. But that edict that he handed down to where not only was he changing people's names, he was getting rid of their first name and just going by their last name. Um, and very, very rarely does that work. Like it ended up working for Cesaro. Um, and it ended up working for Rusev. Yep. But like theory, no, you can't just call somebody theory, but, Thankfully, he's going. He's getting Austin back, so he's going to be Austin Theory again. Yeah, Austin uh, Theory. That sounds like a cool. He, he's yeah. either going to be a wrestler or he's going to be a quarterback in Oklahoma. There, there you go. There you <laughs> go. Mean... And uh, Monday night, uh, Riddle got his first name back. So you know, which is you know, uh, you know, Matt Riddle. He got his. You know, he's 
and I've seen the reports that going forward, it will be Matt. They will be calling him Matt Riddle again, and not just Riddle, because that was this is not a bat. This is not a Batman movie. You know, what no. I mean, him just going by Riddle is not. It just doesn't work. And you know what? Just call him Riddle and not Riddler. Yeah, it makes, yeah. It makes it seem like a Batman movie. Somebody got off Wish.com. <laughs> yeah, it's so. like here's the riddle. Here's the Riddler, but I can only afford the riddle. We can only so. afford. The riddle. <laughs> you know, and he has like he didn't have a question mark. You know, he has he just has he, a dot. He's like, yeah, yeah. He just I has a little get... dot. I can't get the rest of it. Yeah, so. Wish has only given me so much. So yep. Yeah, but so glad to see that. Which means, and this is actually something you and I text about Triple H gets it yes you know just like johnny gargano coming back as johnny gargano yeah one if vince was still in charge johnny gargano wouldn't have been back uh because vince would have you know johnny gargano's a you know he's an average size guy vince doesn't like average size guys he thinks they're too small he wants huge larger larger than life even though nine times out of ten the larger than life guys can't wrestle their way out of a wet paper bag nope. and johnny gargano can, is one of those guys that could probably wrestle a mop handle and give you a four star match. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, Johnny Gargano came back as Johnny Gargano. They even were able to reference him and Theory's time together in NXT. So yeah, that, I'm I'm liking the changes so far with the Triple H era. Yeah, because Triple H, unlike Vince McMahon, which People find it surprising. Triple H was a wrestling fan before mm-hmm. he became a wrestler. Vince McMahon yep. was not a wrestling fan. And yeah, you froze up there for a second. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vince wasn't a wrestling fan, and he doesn't he doesn't get it like Triple H gets it. Right. And he's like, "We'll just call him Theory." Yeah, what? Like, that doesn't mean no, no. no. What? Yeah, and well, like you said, sometimes the one name works. You know, Rusev, Cesaro. Yeah. And I know some other ones that I'm just uh, um, drawing a blank off the top of my head. Well, like, okay, Vader worked. Vader, yes. Vader worked. Big Van Vader also worked, but just Vader. But, But just Vader worked. But, I mean, it's still rare that cut cutting someone's name taking off the first part of their name actually works out, you know, because it's like, you just can't, it's hard to, you know, there's only so much you can market with theory or riddle. You know, it's like these people had full names, give them the Mm -hmm. full name. And people like their full names. Mm -hmm. And Rusev, Rusev and Cesaro were so over. Yes. <laughs> I mean, even when they were heels, they got so over with the fans, they actually organically turned them face. Mm-hmm. And... Well, it's like it's like now in AEW. Rusev, of course, you know, he's going by Miro in AEW. He's just organically turned face because he's, you know, he was a heel before he left. He had to have a procedure done on his neck. He comes back, he's been feuding with the House of Black, and the you know, the fans have pretty much turned him face. You should hear the the you know, the the pop when his music starts. And it's just amazing. And like 
Cesaro's the same way. You know, of course, he's going by his real name now. Um, and people are loving it. But it's like, those are like rare cases of guys who were able to get over in spite of Vince McMahon's weirdness. <laughs> yeah. And Vince not paying attention to when things can happen organically. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just have to let them happen like that because guess what? The fans will dictate yeah. that. And and I have heard, and I've actually listened to some of the other podcasts where they talk about that, where um, Liv Morgan's a prime example of this. Where, yeah. yeah, you give give the fans what they want, and all of a sudden you give it to them, and it's like, um, I don't know if I really wanted that. Yeah. Of course, and I think that, but I think that has more to do with the fact that Liv got the title, and they immediately had her do a dusty finish where she's tapping as they're counting. Yeah. And so it made her look extremely weak. Yeah. It made her look, yeah, it made her look weak and it made her look like she didn't beat Ronda Rousey. She escaped Ronda Rousey. And there's, there's a world of difference in the two and you do not want you. It's okay. If you have a challenger that escapes but if your champion is barely escaping the challenger, mm-hmm. that makes the champion look really weak. And not and this wasn't it's different when it's a heel champion. Like Flair made a career out of escaping with right. the world heavyweight title. But that was the gimmick. Flair was going to, by hook or by crook, Flair was leaving with that title. But it made Flair more interesting that way. But you can't have a babyface champion escaping the challenger because that just makes the champion look extremely weak. Right. And fans don't want to cheer somebody who looks like they should not be championed. Exactly. And that's why when she's been in the ring, they've been chanting, you tapped out, you tapped out. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> when she drops the title, the fans are going to cheer no matter who it is. Yes. And I'm hoping she drops the title Saturday. Yep. Shayna Baszler is long overdue for a main roster world title. And now that Triple H is the one in charge, not Vince. She might just get it. Yep. Oh, but another another thing in more sad news. Um, and then like I was saying before we started recording, I wasn't as familiar with them because I mean I'll be the first one to admit I don't know a lot of impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff just because of not being having any access to it for right. a while. Uh, but Joe Doring, is that how you pronounce his name? Joe Doring, yeah. He is in a group in Impact Wrestling. They're called Violent by Design. Um, they've been pretty, you know, pretty featured group for the past uh, past year and a half at least. They're, uh, he's also uh, a two-time Impact World Tag Team Champion. Um and he uh, he was diagnosed with brain sur- brain cancer, and then it went into remission. Uh, but his doctors told him that there was a good possibility it would eventually come back, and sadly, it has come back. Mm. So he is taking uh, he's stepping away from the ring, you know, to take care of himself and you know take care of his health and be with his family. And you know, our prayers are with him, and you know. I hope he's able to, you know, 
hope he's able to fight it again and have it go into remission again. Yeah, because that's what we always want to see. I mean, even if he's another one, even if he can't come back to the ring, right? My concern is, hey, let's get his, take care of his health. Yes, you know, because uh, this is where we worry about the person, not the wrestler. Exactly. Yep. Um. And yeah, that that's just when you hear something like that. I mean, it it does just you know just make your heart just sink. Yeah. You know, when you hear it's returned. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, he would not be the first person to beat something like this twice. No, you know? no. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I hear cancer, cause we have a good friend of ours, you know, right now he's fighting cancer mm-hmm. and you know, she's having to go at it. Um, and she may, may actually be listening to the show because she's also a huge wrestling fan. Right. Um, you know, so she knows who she is and she knows, you know, I don't want to say her name out cause Case I don't want people going and looking. Well, who is it? No, yeah, uh, yeah. I want to respect her privacy, but um, but she knows that you know we're praying for her, and uh, she was one of my one of my wife's best friends has been since like kindergarten, you know. So, um, so that's one of the things when you hear it. I mean, yeah, you just you know we um we always fight. You know, we always want them to fight it as hard as they can because we always want them to beat it. Yes, you know. So absolutely. Uh, but I will go ahead and go into a little bit more positive news. Uh, looks like Braun Strowman is returning to WWE. Yep. Uh, from all the reports that I've seen, uh, he is on his way back. Uh, he is, uh, unless things change, he's supposed to be on, um, Monday Night Raw this coming Monday. He's supposed to re-debut. Um, another, um, another release that was a little weird because he had been signed to a seven figure deal, uh, and then had a championship match. He was in a triple threat match when Bobby Lashley was a WWE champion. Um, I think it was him, McIntyre and Lash. I think it was Strowman, McIntyre and Lashley. I think it was at WrestleMania backlash last year and Strowman was in the match you know he took the pinfall and then like later that week he was in a group of people that got released and it's like what sense is that I mean the dude was over I mean he mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't as over as he was when they should have put the belt on him mm-hmm. but he was still over and I was very surprised they let him go um He's only made like seven or eight appearances uh, wrestling, mostly for the uh, Control Your Narrative. It's a wrestling organization that EC3 owns. Uh, really, that hasn't. They really haven't been doing much of nothing. Really, <laughs> I mean, yeah. and you know, Karrion Cross was involved in it. Braun Strowman, EC3, a few other people. Of course, Karrion Cross is back in WWE. Braun Strowman's um, on his way back from all the reports that I've seen. Um, but I think it'll be good because Braun Strowman was always, he was an entertaining big man. He wasn't mm-hmm. just a, he wasn't just a big dude that left his, that, you know, that uh, couldn't leave his feet. And we're not expecting you know, guys his size to be throwing top rope drop kicks or anything, but 
But he was throwing drop kicks. But he was throwing drop yeah. kicks. I mean, the dude could move for a guy his size. And he was entertaining. I mean, you you believed he was going to come out and destroy whoever was in the ring with him. And you wanted to watch him destroy whoever was he was in the ring with. So um, I think it'd be good him coming back. Because um, Triple H will know what to do with him. And... I'm pretty sure Triple H is not going to make him all of a sudden be a, a, a dumb guy, which no, what, I, 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 that was one of the worst character changes I'd ever seen because all of a sudden he went from being a guy, I mean, he's all power because he's a, well, he was a bodybuilder. Yeah. You yeah. know, and power lifter and, and he was setting like powerlifting records in North Carolina mm-hmm. and he was in these yep. competitions and uh big family man. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and also he's one of Roman Reigns' closest friends. Yes. Yep. So that's something else. I think. I mean, that I just remembered that. That uh, that's something else that may have had some sway into bringing him back because uh, that last thing I remember him be doing was the storyline where Shane was calling him a, a big dummy all the time. Yeah, that was the whole story. Was that Shane would call him dumb, and then run from him. That was the entire right. story. And I'm like, this isn't, you know, junior high school. Yeah. That, but that's what that, uh, that gave the appearance of. And of course, this is when Shane also had booked himself to win the world's greatest athlete or whatever the thing was. Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, it was the WWE World Cup. And uh, Shane booked himself to win it and then was called the best in the world after that. Which I always felt like was just like a dig at CM Punk, but yeah. Which I mean, well, you know what they <laughs> they, they would do subtle digs with that. I'm not gonna lie; sometimes it was actually kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but to do it at the expense of Braun Strowman, yes. And if Braun Strowman's coming back, I also want to see Bray Wyatt come back. Yes, I'm. Okay. I'm patiently waiting for him to come back. Um, I think he will eventually. I mean, honestly, WWE is where he's going to get the biggest exposure. Not saying mm-hmm. that he, I mean, he would be successful anywhere, but not to the level that he would be in WWE. And I know I'm in the minority. I don't want to see The Fiend. No, I think that's run its course. I mean, that one, The Fiend never should have been a world champion. He's, you know, no. the Fiend was the world champion twice. He was the universal champion twice. But that gimmick did not need the title to be to be important. I mean, it was like a horror movie character come to life. You, That's all he needed. I want classic Bray Wyatt. I, I, want, I, want, I want the Cape Fear. Yeah, Bray I want Wyatt. Cape Fear. I want, you know, I want the, the Everglades preacher Bray Wyatt. That's what, yes. that's what I want. Where he's sitting there like, you don't know what he's saying. Yeah, you don't know what he's saying. Yeah. But, I mean, he looked legitimately crazy. Yeah. And I want to see the fireflies. Yes. Um, I I want to see him come out with um, the music, whatever the crap the music's name was, uh, Live in Fear. Yes. You know, which was an awesome song, especially when they had the original band come Mm -hmm. out and play Play WrestleMania 30. And... Because you know WWE, they own the rights to that song. Yeah, you know they and had, he, had, and he picked that song. He was yeah. trying to he was trying to find a song that would fit 
the Wyatt family characters and he came across that song and he commissioned for them to get the rights to it so that he could use it as his theme. And it was some obscure song that he was looking yeah. at and he ran across it and it was like, yeah, huh, what is this? And and so the song fit everybody, even when he was a heel, people were hated. I mean, I hated him in the ring. Oh, yeah. But he come out, you know, and all of a sudden he yeah. come, it used to be lighters. And then, of course, now it's, it's the cell phone lights. Yep. And I've, I've been a part of that. You've been a part of that live. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it is one of the coolest things. Yes, it is. When you're, you're like looking around going, man, this is something else. And yeah. Um, I've, I've been very first house show we went to in Cincinnati, the lights all of a sudden went out, mm-hmm. right. And it came back on and all of a sudden he was in a corner and he bum rushed whoever it was. I think it was, <laughs> I, I want to say it may have been Roman. Um, but yeah, he bum rushed him. I mean, and just tore him up and then gone. And I want to say that when the, they turned the main event, actually it was Moxley. They turned the main event into a, a Cincinnati street fight between him and and um okay. you know, it was well Dean Ambrose at the time, but yeah. Um, because Ambrose, you know, John Good being from Cincinnati, Cincinnati Street Fight. And yep. but yeah, bring back Wyatt, put him and Braun Strowman back together. Yep. Bring, bring back in, bring in Bo Dallas. Yes. Make, make the connection yes. because everybody knows. Everybody knows. Um, I don't know if they can bring back now they're calling him Redbeard. Um, uh, Eric Rowan. Yeah, Eric Rowan. I don't know if they'll be able to bring him back. And obviously we know um, yeah. John Huber, you know, of course, passed away. Brody Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Harper. You know, Harper. Luke yeah, Harper. Luke Harper. Yep. Because that was such a good faction. They were so mm-hmm. scary. I mean, and you believed that they were just dirty and nasty and would stop at nothing. And when when they added Braun Strowman, and yes, he was still green, but they had the opportunity right there to make Harper and Rowan tag champions, give Bray one of the world titles, and give uh, Strowman one of the mid card titles, and just have an unstoppable championship stable. And they never pulled the trigger on it, and they had the opportunity to do it. And you know the tag team titles, they could have used the freebird role. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and but now you can have Bo Dallas come in, and people will believe that he's you know he can replace Harper with mm-hmm. no without disrespecting him. Exactly. You can say because they should have brought Bo Dallas in. Yeah. Already, and before before Bo Dallas left, he was actually growing out his beard, and he was looking more like his brother. He was looking more like Bray, and I'm like, are they going? Are they going to pull the trigger on this? And then they didn't do it. No, the only thing they did, they had him in a tag team match against each other once on Raw, and people were finally when they were both in the ring at the same time, the place just blew up. I mean, it just blew up, and then nothing. Nothing. I mean, it was like a lock up, and they had him tag out. It's like, yeah. I'm not one of you people suck. <laughs> you know? But yeah, put them together. I mean, once again, this is a thing that the fans would want, and I don't mm-hmm. think they would squash on it. Yeah. And Bo Dallas, I mean, he already has a connection anyway because Liv Morgan is his fiance. Yes. You know, he, he was also married before. I don't know what happened there because we know Bray was sure. married and, and then started having mm-hmm. kids with JoJo. Yep. Unfortunately, while, you know, he was still married. Was still yeah. Married the first time. But, but hey, we're not here to, you know, I'm here to judge. I'm here to judge. 
don't think it's right, but I'm still not going right. you know, to, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about uh, Bray Wyatt, the wrestler, not Wyndham Rotunda, the, yeah. you know, the person, but, um, but that'd be, I mean, some bring back some great matches, put him and Strowman together, get, get the faction back. If Strowman would actually go with them because Strowman, I mean, he had turned into kind of a, you know, not really a lone wolf, but I mean, he was yeah. kind of better on his own. Yeah. And, they need more main event people, especially on the smack side, SmackDown side of things. Raw's pretty, Raw's pretty, pretty good with main event people, and, and but SmackDown is because they've moved. When they did the last draft, they moved so many people to Raw. Yeah. Didn't really have any main event people left on SmackDown, so well, they need they need main event people. Yeah, so I think SmackDown was the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we can't have that, and so that's when he moved into Raw. Well, now you left SmackDown. Yeah. Well, SmackDown's the B show. Uh, I don't think you want to tell Fox Sports that. One more person uh, that is uh, supposed to be there's a person that is going to be getting moved up from NXT. Uh, trying to let me look. Solo Sequoia um, is that's his character's name in NXT. He is the younger brother of the Usos. Oh, and he okay. they're they're talking about that his call up is imminent, and he will more than likely get moved to SmackDown, and probably be you know. Unless somebody just completely loses their mind, he'll be put into the bloodline because that is the younger brother of the Usos and another cousin of Roman. Uh, not really breaking news because apparently this was tweeted four hours ago, and and this is from an account from an. Uh, I'm guessing it. This is a. This is a fan. She's a wrestling fan, but uh, she's in London. Uh, but yeah, she, so she's a, more of a wrestling fan. She does portrait artists. She does tattoos, fitness, things like that. She uh, She's from London, but I'm going to guess she's in Wales right now for mm-hmm. Clash at the Castle. She tweeted four hours ago, just saw Bray Wyatt in Cardiff. That would be amazing. That, yes. would, that, that would be amazing if he showed up. Can you imagine if Bray Wyatt comes back Especially if he comes back as a face, can you imagine the promo work alone between him and Karrion Cross? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the promo, just the promo work is going to get talk people into the building. I am going to give this girl a follow. Um, her Twitter name, if anybody wants to go check it out, is at Tasha XX Rollins. It's uh, Tasha is T A S H A, and then two X's, and then Rollins, as in Seth Rollins. So, and I have to tell her, yeah, we just we just quoted you on our podcast because I just happened to see that, um, and it was just it was actually tagged, you know, because sometimes you know on Twitter, you can have the like the topic. All of a sudden, yeah. started giving you kind of a feed, and that's what it was. Because I had just, I had just pulled up my phone and look up something. My Twitter just happened to be up, and I looked, and that's the first thing I saw. And I was like, "They know that we're talking about Bray Wyatt." <laughs> <laughs> I 
because we all know what's going on with it matter if you have uh, you know this is kind of the i guess conspiracy theory but mm. sometimes you'll talk about something and next thing you know your amazon is showing up with it and yep. you know it's suggested for your cart and you're like yeah I didn't even mention it it's like i didn't mention that but let me add that to the card anyway. yeah like they, <laughs> so they, they know yeah um yeah yeah so so some girl who's from london but is in cardiff right now knew it and she take she tweeted it four hours ago because she knew we were going to be talking about this uh i i have a feeling they're trying to make this cardiff show because i mean this is the first you know this is the first uh my medicine alarm's going off but i already took it um but this is the first you know it's the first stadium show in the uk since SummerSlam 92 30 years mm-hmm they said, yes, the first, uh, because the guys on Wrestling with the Truth, they were actually talking about that. They said, yes, the first WWE pay-per-view uh, in the UK in 30 years. They said, well, no, they've had some. It's like, well, no, this is the one. They did have some of that were UK only. It was a yeah. for the people in the UK. This one's a big yeah, like uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, like Insurrection and Rebellion and things like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, those were... And one night only. Yeah, those were UK only. Yeah, pay per views. But yeah, this is the first huge one since SummerSlam '92. And this will be at one o'clock in the afternoon Eastern Time, so noon Central Time. Yep. That one Saturday. I may I may not catch it live, depending on what we what we're doing on Saturday. I think we're, um, I think we're digging out all the. Uh, fall decorations so my wife can redecorate the house so we got to get going the show oh, lucky you yeah it will be easy <laughs> this year because i planned it better this time everything's uh, not not in the back of the shed it's sitting on the side i just got to grab them and pull so them out essentially but, you've, uh, got, you've got the honeydew list saturday yeah pretty much no. but i'll probably watch it that night but i'll still watch it i'm still going to watch it this weekend uh, I'm going to try to watch it live as it's happening because I'm sitting there looking at the weather and cause a lot of times the weekends are the only time I can mow, but it looks right. like it's supposed to rain Saturday. And so it looks like I might be mowing tomorrow. Yay. And I get to go hopefully renew my driver's license tomorrow because I could not renew it when I went before because I have a CDL and you have to have your birth certificate. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. And speaking of that, where did I put that envelope? Uh, <laughs> that's going to, and I know it's in here somewhere. Ah, uh, yep. So, yep, found it from the Register of Deeds in North Carolina. We could not find my, and it has to be my birth certificate. Birth certificate, not. This is the one. Not a copy. Yeah. Well, this is the hospital, like mm. kind of a copy thing. Even though it has my my footprints and everything on the back of it, uh, Moore Memorial Hospital in Pinehurst, North Carolina, you can see mm-hmm. right there. Yep. And so, I will say the same hospital the Hardys were probably born in, <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's my flex. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep holding on to it. Um, but this, <laughs> yeah, but this one is the actual birth certificate. So let me flip that up real quick before somebody takes a picture of it. There you go. Yeah. And I know which I know sounds odd, but you know, you never know. You never know. People do things like that. So clash at the castle. Since, you know, we are already talking about it. Thank you for 
Thank you to at Tasha XX Rollins for helping us segue. And this, I mean, I, you know, we're calling it the, the triple H era. Um, and I, I don't think that's a bad name. Um, but this is shaping up to be like a must see yes. uh, pay-per-view. Yep. And I mean, you look at the matches that are on here. Um, even though there is one, I'm kind of questioning why are y'all doing this? Uh, because you're kind of wasting an opportunity, but um, you know, I'll go from, well, I'm on the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just work from the bottom up because Wikipedia, they always have, you know, whatever the main event's supposed to be, they always have it listed first. And so you try to talk yeah. about it. Well, so I'm actually going to go from the bottom up. Edge and Rey Mysterio, along with Dominic on the outside against the Judgment Day. First of all, drop the V. Yeah. You don't need, you don't need the Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Judgment Day is a perfect name. You know, kind of like if it was a band. Yeah. Yeah, the Judgment Day. You can call them, however, just Judgment Day. Yeah, works. Uh, which is Finn Balor, Damian Priest with Rhea Ripley on the outside. Now, did you happen to see where she kind of talked Dominic into handing her the kendo stick? I did. I also saw where Dominic was not too pleased that uh, Ray's teaming with Edge, right? Because he told he told Ray he's like, I thought this was going to be you know, a family thing. And I'm calling it now Dominic's turning yeah. at Clash of the Castle and joining the, joining Judgment Day. Finally, we've been saying for, what, two years now, Dominic's going to turn. Yeah, and then ever since this yeah. stuff with the Judgment Day started, I've been we've been saying Dominic's going to turn and join Judgment Day. And But I think Saturday is when they're finally going to pull the trigger on it. If they don't, they're missing the opportunity. Because the the seeds have been planted. All they have to do is let it happen. Hey, stay still just for a second. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I don't think you realize your tattoos, like when you're like that, they actually line up. Perfectly. Oh, yeah, they line up, and it's like not the same tattoo on each other. Yeah, arm, that's what I'm yeah. looking going, wow. Yeah. Like, that's kind of <laughs> <But>, cool. <yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. <laughs> so if you notice, that's one of those, you better strike with the iron tie. For those those who are not watching the video yet, Dwayne has his arms crossed, and he actually has some tattoos on his arms, and the two, the one on his, um, um, I'm guessing, it's called, no, it's on your right arm, because your right arm is over your left, and it lines up perfectly the one with the one that's on your left forearm. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, it almost looks like you did it on purpose, kind of like, you know, <laughs> like AJ or, or, um, or Stardust, you know, when they have yeah. the gloves. It kind of looks yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so now that I made Dwayne self-conscious. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I agree with you. Yeah, Dominic is going to turn him and his mullet. That Which, by the way, yeah, the mullet is coming back. Just, you got to admit it. But I'll give him credit, though. It's he looks. It looks like Eddie's mullet from when he was in AAA. Yeah. So, I think... Yeah. It kind of fits with that kind of, you know, legacy type thing. But see, now maybe they will go back to is Eddie the dad? Uh-huh. Hey, you, know, you never so, know. Uh, but Dominic, I mean, he is, he is 
too good for his years in. That makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah. You know, he's not supposed to be this good yet, and yet no. he is. Yeah. So I, I think this will – well, but he's not the one wrestling. It's Edge and, and Ray, which you know that this is going to be a good match. I think. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an excellent match, but I still – Dominic, I Dominic is going to cause them cause Ray and Edge to lose. I see him turning and joining Judgment Day, which is good because they'll be you know they'll be doing something with the group. I think that'll help Dominic. A lot of times, you know, people have to be a heel first before mm-hmm. they can be a big face. So, but you know who's an expert on that? Ted. 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 That's right. Ted knows. And and this way, I would I would defer to Ted because I'm pretty sure you know he's already got some thoughts in his mind about mm-hmm. how this should go. And if you don't listen to uh, the Hill Truth, you need to go follow him you know, at Hillbilly Hill on Twitter and listen to his podcast. And he you know he he's really become like the hub, like all yes. the podcast. Yeah, he really has. Yep. So um, so Joel and I we've talked about having our our empire. We're gonna to have to take a uh, back seat to Ted because he's really <laughs> building it, and he's yeah. you know he's helping everybody out, and you know he, even him being on the road does not stop him from recording. No, it doesn't. You know, so which is kind of amazing because you hear, um, like it sounds like an eighteen wheeler. Well, because it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's able to record and you know um and get a product out. Yeah, you know so. Uh, Definitely go listen to him because Ted would know exactly what to do here. He yeah. really would. Yep. So, but next match, and just listen to the guys wrestling with the truth. Now there's mm-hmm. the Hill Truth, and then there's Wrestling with the Truth. Right. Another great podcast, guys out of Nova Scotia, Canada. And I've actually been hitting them up. We you're talking about like, you know, we need to do something with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like what we did with Ted. And then like yeah. have a triple thing with ted involved as well like all of us yeah you know the two of us the two of them and ted so yeah five old school wrestling people there you go you know representing let's see uh close to cincinnati west paducah north carolina and then up in halifax nova scotia (laughs) yeah (laughs) all over the place getting together with the common theme yeah but they have pointed out because they actually did their own review of Clash of the Castle uh, just a couple of days ago. Go ahead and check it out. Great show. And they said this is probably going to be the match to watch because, you know, they talk about Drew being like a hometown guy. Well, Gunther and Sheamus are also not too far yes. away from there. Because um, Gunther, he is, uh, he's, he's Austrian. Yep. He's from Austria. Yeah. Okay. And of course, Seamus is Irish. Yep. And but Ridge Holland and Butch. Yeah. Uh, they're actually going to be out there as well. And I mean, this looks to be just a brutal, brutal. Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a brawl. And I think Triple H is going to let them mm-hmm. brawl because that's what, that's what they're both known for. Yeah. And, this has the potential to be, I agree with them. This has the potential to be match of the night. Mm-hmm. It, you know, this, this has all the potential to steal the show. And from two seemingly mid card guys, I mean, Grant Seamus, Seamus, um, 
what did he say? He has the chance to be the um the I think the ultimate ult- grand the ultimate yeah. grand slam because if he wins the intercontinental title, then he will have held a world championship, United States tag team, intercontinental, won the Royal Rumble, and won Money in the Bank. All of it. All of it. Yeah. And everything that there is for a male wrestler to win, every major accolade, Sheamus will have it if he wins the Intercontinental title. And these guys, especially Sheamus, I mean, their skin is so pale. Every single, <laughs> yeah, Sheamus. Yeah. I mean, that dude's so white, he's clear. And the thing and, is, like, uh, it's going to just show up. Uh. Walter is going to. I mean, his chops are just lethal. But show so are Sheamus's kicks. Yeah, and you know, this is this is going to be a fight, and yeah. I'm I'm definitely here for it. I can't wait to see. Oh, it. when and Sheamus gets him and he gets him on ropes and starts doing doing with the yes with that forearm, uh, because Sheamus. I mean, a lot of people they they don't care for him, but I'm like the dude's brutal. I mean, he yeah. looks real in there when he's booked right. I like Sheamus. But mm-hmm. a lot of times they've just screwed up with the booking. And the thing is, stop trying to make him the white meat baby face. They did that during his world, his uh, when he was the world heavyweight champion. They did that. And it's like he is a monster. Just let him go out there yeah. and beat people up. You can have a monster baby face. They don't yes. always have to be the white meat baby face. Right. You know, um, because... I can't see Bobby Lashley being the white meat baby face. But no. I could definitely see him being like the big baby face. Yeah, you I mean, was, you're going to get big, behind him. Yeah, he's a big baby face now. I mean, people, yeah. basically, the fa- he was one of those that the fans organically turned him face. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, it's working. And he's still going out, you know, brutalizing people. Yep. And which is, I mean, Bobby Lashley, they finally have him where I wanted to see him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, where he's a baby face, but he's not the oh golly gee shucks baby face. Yeah, and he's not he's Hi. not all, he's not all teeth waving at the you know waving at the camera every time, and it's like right. I can't stand when they do that. Um, uh, Raquel Rodriguez is another one that they've done that to. She was a monster in NXT, and she was still a face, but she was a monster. And now they've got her in. In, on SmackDown grinning ear to ear waving all the time and it's like just let her go out there and kick the crap out of people. That's what we want to see. Because people and this is, well, I know she came up before all yeah. the, the drama happened with Vince. People who watch NXT, they do so because they were already watching WWE. You know, the main yep. event yep. So, or the main mm-hmm. roster. Vince kind of ignored that but yeah yeah uh, we have three brands no you don't you have one big company you have three shows yeah you know oh, well so. they they are acknowledging nxt a whole lot more which is good on, on commentary like they'll talk about well this person won this in nxt and this person did this in nxt and all this and wrestler different wrestlers relationships when they were in nxt and things like that so vince just acted like nxt never happened so I'm glad they're actually acknowledging it. Now, next match, Matt Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Oh, 
against Seth nope. Rollins. <laughs> Rollins. Rollins. Just Seth Just Rollins. Rollins, not this other dumb yeah. crap they have. And yes, you know, we try not to be negative on the show, but I'm not going to call him that stupid nickname. No, that's I'm a, not. That's a stupid nickname. Here's here's what's funny. My brother called me yesterday. Yesterday, uh, yes, he called me yesterday and said uh, he was telling. He's like, I'm now a Seth Rollins fan. <laughs> and I, and I knew where he was going because they had this promo on Monday Night Raw. Anybody who has hasn't seen the Matt Riddle Seth Rollins like split screen promo, please go check it out. They did more to build to this match in that one interview than they have the last couple of months of feuding because Seth Rollins was just reckless. Uh, like Matt Riddle told uh, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins said, I'm going to show you why, why I'm the man around here. So Matt Riddle said, Matt Riddle said, uh, well, I'm going to show people that the only man in your marriage is Becky. Oh, so oh, they're wow. sitting there. They're sitting there, and then the interview. The interview ends. They go back to the commentators. They go to commercial. They come back, and they're like, "Well, here's some more footage of the. You know, they still had their mics on, so it goes back." <laughs> Seth Rollins says, "You want to talk about my family? Let's talk about your family." Oh, that's right. You don't have one because your wife divorced you and took the kids. And the kids don't want to see you anymore. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, me and, Sa- me and Savannah watched that promo about five times. We were just <laughs> cracking up. But, I mean, just the – and Riddle just flipped out. And it's like the intensity that both of them showed, that's how you build a feud. That's all you need. It's like, I don't like you. You don't like me. You said some stupid crap. I said, I said something even worse. And made you mad, and now you want to you want to beat me up. That's it. That's all you need. And and you know, I'm gonna I'm pretty sure they actually got clearance to bring those things up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, because I don't know much about Matt Riddle's private life. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if he was married or not, um, but apparently yeah, he, he was. And yeah, he was married, and he has two kids. Okay, and I'm guessing the operative word there being was. Yeah, and yeah, yeah so. There may be a kernel of truth there. Um, now, for him to say your kids don't want to have anything to do with you, it's like, ooh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of cutting. That's yeah, it. my brother was like, there's a line, and yeah. Seth Rollins just danced all the way across it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's if you're tr- talking about drawing heat for a feud, that, that'll do it. That interview and, did it. And they didn't say anything that the other one – would come back and say, you just made me look weak because Mm -hmm. that's the whole Eddie Kingston and Samuel Guevara thing Mm -hmm. is because Samuel Guevara called him fat during his promo. Yeah. Yeah. He called him fat in his promo. Like it was like, and a lot of people took that as he was purposely going out of his way to make Eddie look weak. Right. And what's ever say, well, maybe Eddie shouldn't be fat. It's like, no, you don't disparage somebody's, appearance and you don't disparage their age mm-hmm. anything like that exactly. during a promo yeah because you make them look weak therefore if you beat them you've beaten somebody weak yeah 
And if they beat you, guess what? You just got beat by somebody weak. Exactly. And nobody's ever going to look at Eddie Kingston and think that dude's weak. They're yeah. just not. Well, and, and see, everybody's like, well, Eddie Kingston's sensitive. It's like, no. No. Eddie Kingston's been around. He said, you know, he knows you don't say things like that in a promo. Yeah. Because um, Jericho talks about it in his first book. Yeah. Because uh, he's called somebody old. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he got backstage, they tore into him. They're like, you yeah. don't. You don't do that. like that. Nope. Uh, but I know with Riddle and Rollins, they uh, they had the pull apart in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, of course that was going, that video was going across long before raw ever started. Yeah. And then somebody was like, well, if, okay, is this a work or a shoot? And somebody said, well, WWE posted the video. All right. It's work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, but either way, I mean, it fits with it. I mean, it makes it look like these guys, they don't, even if there was a title, they wouldn't care. Oh yeah. I think Riddle's going to win this one. Um, Seth is pretty much bulletproof at this point. Yep. So the work that he's been doing for the last couple of years almost, uh, this heel run, Seth can lose and it not. Seth could lose Saturday and Monday have a championship match. He's that bulletproof because mm-hmm. he's, he has proven that he can get just about anybody over. This is, this is Riddle's opportunity to get to the main event. You know, he's had he's had one world title match against Roman, but this would this would put him solidly in the main event scene if he beats Seth Rollins. And with his first name intact. Exactly. Which is the way it should be. Uh now the next match they have listed, I don't get the purpose of this match. Somebody's gonna be getting over apparently. Don't know who. But it's kind of a waste to not have Bianca Belair defending her title. Yeah. But yeah, Bianca, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. And I'm like, that's a weird kind of a that's a, that's an odd combination of people to put together, you know? Because you have the SmackDown Women's Champion, um, Alexa Bliss, who's apparently is a face. Yeah, which, she's a face right now. No, make her a heel. She is one of the best. She when she was at her peak, she was yeah. one of the best heels in yeah. the company. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I got a, I got, <laughs> I, I got an idea for that. Yeah, <laughs> and and Oscar, you know, who's still great now. Yeah, she's not as big as what she was when she first went. You know, went well, there, but again, Vince watered her down. I mean, she yep. was a kill. She was a killer in NXT, and then she gets to the main roster, and Vince throws cold water on it, and it's like. Just let her keep doing what she was doing. Yeah, because she had that undefeated streak through NXT. Mm-hmm. She never yeah. lost to NXT. Nope. Uh, which is rare because normally they they drop the belt before they leave, but yeah. they actually allowed her to yep. relinquish the belt, and she yep. left undefeated, went to the main roster, won the women's rumble, went all the way to WrestleMania undefeated, finally lost her first match. And then proceeded to lose every match for like the next six months. Yeah, and she they made her tap out to Charlotte. It was just they fed yeah. her to Charlotte to make Charlotte look like a killer. And it's and, like Charlotte didn't need that. She'd already had ninety seven world titles by the time she by the time <laughs> her and Oscar wrestled. So there was no need and there was no need in sacrificing Oscar because it wasn't like it was like oh. Oscar, they're using Oscar to make Charlotte Flair. Flair Charlotte Flair was already made. 
exactly. So. And they're going against Bailey. Mm-hmm. Who this will be, I guess this will be her first match since she's um, uh actually second. She had one on Raw last week. This, okay, I missed yeah. it. Um Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Yes. And of course this will be a lot of people's first chance to watch Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Uh, okay, we need to have something else that rhymes with I there, you know, with Bailey. It's actually they're saying EO. EO. Either, yeah, Eo Sky. It was, okay, that makes sense. Every everywhere else, she's Eo Shirai, but when she came back, it, when she came to the main roster, it was Eo Sky. One of the few name changes that I'm actually okay with. It still sounds good. So yeah, and I'm just wondering, is this a way of getting those two over? Um, well, but then you you were saying about Alexa Bliss. Okay, they were coming the. Belair, Bliss, and Asuka were coming out for, they had like a six-man tag match against uh, some enhancement talent on Raw. They were coming out, and they were just, you know, they were walking up the back, and they were all smiling and everything. Alexa Bliss looks over at Belair, and she's staring at the championship. And she has this look on her face like, I want that. And I'm... I'm wondering because Alexa Bliss has wanted to turn heel. She says she prefers playing heel. She's good. Yeah. She's one of the best heels I'm ever. Wonder, I'm wondering if she's not going to turn on Bel Air at the pay per view, which would allow Bailey and her crew to win. Plus, it gives that if they do it that way, because they're already leading up to Bailey versus Bianca for the title, because that's, that's going to be a championship feud. But then if you have Miss Bliss over here turning on Bel Air, then you've got two top challengers for the Raw Women's title. And, yeah, I did say SmackDown Women's title, didn't I? Yeah. yeah, she, yeah she's Raw. Yeah, she's Raw she's Women's raw. champion. Yeah. Why was the thing? Because she was SmackDown Women's champion. No, she was always Raw. Uh well she no was Smack- she was SmackDown Becky won it and then she and Charlotte yeah. did that awkward that awkward swap, swap. thing yeah yeah okay it's it's hard to keep track because they have way too many titles yeah. <laughs> you know but you know what I'd like to see Bianca and Alexa and Bliss have a match because mm-hmm. that would I mean, be a good match that would be good um, Bianca and Bailey would be good I think um, Dakota Kai and Eo Sky are still going to be chasing the women's tag team champions because they they lost in the finals on raw right uh, and there's a built-in there's a built-in feud there because dakota kai was the one who got pinned and dakota kai was not legal right and so, I, I was actually watching that one where it happened i was even thinking was she the legal person in no, the ring yeah el sky was legal and then it was it was a smart tag i like how they did the you know yeah, the blind tag with Aaliyah and you know Raquel Rodriguez, but yeah, she pins Dakota Kai, and I'm like, but was that was that a screw up, and they had to follow through with it, or was that part of the you know was that part of the plan? That way they could keep that feud going because they said the reason that they put the tag titles on Aaliyah and Rodriguez is because uh, they see. Raquel Rodriguez as a potential huge star going forward. So this is a way to push her more into the spotlight. So 
So they put the tag titles on her and Aaliyah to, I guess, to give her more of a rub. Still not getting why what the whole purpose of the match is, except for maybe to get somebody over and just to kind of showcase all of them because they ran out of room, I guess. But I think they hadn't built anybody up as a credible challenger to Bianca. And okay. I'm, then, I can buy that. So I think Bailey's going to step into that spot, but then they needed two people to counteract, so to speak, Dakota Kai and Neil Sky. So to me, this is nothing against any of these women because they are world-class wrestlers. But the booking of this, this is a raw main event, not a right, not a not a stadium show match. I'm so glad that they're getting I'm glad they're getting an opportunity to right. be on this stage. I'm just saying the way it was booked, this makes more sense to be a raw main event instead of a pay-per-view big time match. Unfortunately I have a feeling this is going to be the let me up match. Um but I hope not because the all all six of these women can go, but I just I feel like it wasn't booked right. Uh, and we all know the next one, another women's match, is one I think we both. Even though Shayna Baszler is the heel, I think everybody wants her. What well, the people have actually been cheering her. Yeah, they, everybody they wants Shayna anyway, Baszler. So. They know she is the real deal. They know that she has gotten the shaft since she's come to the main roster. I mean, she is the longest reigning, uh, she's the second longest reigning NXT champion, NXT women's champion. Actually, no, I take that back. Asuka has the longest single reign as the NXT women's champion. I think it was 545 days or something like that. Shayna wow. Baszler has a combined because she's a two-time champion. Shayna Baszler has a combined, I think, four hundred over four hundred days mm. between two reigns. Uh, the 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 person closest to them is Mandy Rose, who has been NXT Women's Champion for almost three hundred days. And you know, uh, I I know that this started during uh, Vince, you know, still being at the helm. Mm-hmm. But they're giving longer reigns now. Yes, which yes. is, and I like that. I I yeah. don't like hot shotting titles. I don't like, uh, I don't like. That was one thing that I didn't like in the Attitude Era. Was I mean, it seemed like sometimes championship was changing hands every two or three weeks, and yes. it's like it just to me it just diminishes the value of the championship. And with Liv Morgan, with her argument, it would just, if, if she walks out of there as champion, they might as well turn her heel. They may as well. I mean, she's like kayfabe. She's got the arm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got the arm injury that Shayna has been exploiting. Uh, Shayna even told her on SmackDown last week that she she's like, the only reason I don't break your arm now is because I want to break your arm in Cardiff and take the title. Mm. And, uh, and then it's stuff like that. It's like they, they've turned Shayna back into a killer. Perfect opportunity to have her beat Liv, win the title, set up a big money feud with Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. 
which is the money match. That is the money match. I mean, Liv Morgan, like, Liv in a long-term feud with Shayna is not the money match. No disrespect to either one, but Liv is not on Shayna Baszler's level. Her and Ronda in a long-term feud is not the money match because in ways, Ronda's not on Liv's level as far as experience in pro wrestling, but as far as fighting, Liv is not on Ronda's level. But if you put Shayna and Ronda together in a feud, that's money. Mm-hmm. You have two legit fighters. Shayna Baszler is a world-class professional wrestler. Ronda Rousey is good for the limited amount of time she's been in pro wrestling. she's She is really good for the short amount of time. But Shayna Baszler lives and breathes submission professional wrestling. This is that is your money match. That would, I, if it was me booking, I would book that as a WrestleMania main event. That is how yeah. much I think that is gonna could pull people in. I think Liv needs to drop the title. She can always come back, get another chance at the title, you know. But I think for right now, Shayna is the best choice to walk out of Cardiff with the SmackDown Women's Championship. Because honestly, like you said, nobody wants to see Liv walk out with the title. No, they don't. At, at this point, they've, they've made her look too weak. If she gets by Shayna, it's going to be another one of those, the champion escaped. And you don't want your babyface champion escaping a match. And it's not Liv's fault they booked her weak. No, it's not her fault at all because she has worked hard to get to where she's at. It's just the booking was terrible. They well, they booked they booked her into they booked her into a corner, and now they've got to get her out of it because it's not her fault she's in this spot. Well, what they need to do now is bring Bo Dallas her fiance, bring him back. I know, and I know they're both working on their real estate licenses because they're look they're actually looking at life outside the ring, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, smart. smart. Yeah. I mean, you always got to have something. Hey, if you're doing this and mm-hmm. wrestling's not meant to last forever. There's few a few who can do it, but most of them don't. It's just too much wear and tear and the travel and things like that. So they, she and, and Bo Dallas, mm-hmm. Taylor Rotunda, Taylor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they are both working on their real estate licenses. So boom, backup plan. But for now, Turner Hill, bring him back, make them all part of the Wyatt family. There you go. Because that's one thing the Wyatt family was missing. It kind of got it in Miss Bliss, sort mm-hmm. of, when they yep. had her with the Fiend. But then all of a sudden they had like the black stuff coming out of her head. I didn't get that. Well, the the and the rumor going around for months when they were talking about introducing Sister Abigail was for Liv Morgan to be in that role. And so and, now we're, yeah. And then they didn't, they ended up not doing it for whatever reason. But she was rumored to be the one that was going to play the part of Sister Abigail. And now we know, I mean, it, it would definitely make sense because I think mm-hmm. she can pull it off because oh, wasn't, yeah. she, wasn't she part of the Riot Squad? Yep. Mm-hmm. So she she could be a good single. She could be part of a faction. Yep. You know, she just was not ready for that world title. Well, the way they just kind of, well, she's money in the bank. Okay. Uh, why are you having her cash it in an hour and a half later? Mm-hmm. And against Ronda Rouse, she won. Uh, so that part, it was like, 
a little bit, a little too much too soon. Yeah. But kind of how they did uh, Nikki Cross. They had yes. her, you know, they had her uh, win money in the bank. Then the next night on Raw, she cashes in. But then they booked her as a weak champion. Yeah. They every every time they booked her as she escaped with the title. You don't do that with a baby face. No. You do it with a heel. You don't do it with a baby face. But the main event, and I'm kind of on the fence about who I would want to win. I am too. I, I'm torn because on the one hand, for, for the UK fans, for the, the first stadium event, your first major pay-per-view in the UK since 92, Drew should win. But the thing is, they built up this story of where, you know, this redemption story, but they leave out the fact that he's already a two-time world champion. He's already a two-time WWE champion. So there's mm-hmm. to me, there's no, there's no real redemption there. You've already gotten to where you wanted to get to twice. On the other hand, I don't want to see Roman lose just yet. Just because this, I mean, he is on the run of a lifetime. And to me, some people are, I see a lot of people on Twitter and they're like, get the belts off Roman already. It's gotten old and blah, blah, blah. blah. To me, it has not gotten old. Mm -hmm. I'm still enjoying the tribal chief gimmick. I'm still enjoying the bloodline stuff. They got Sami Zayn involved in it, and that is cracking me up because, like, Sami Zayn, <laughs> really? Zayn and Jimmy Jimmy Uso get along great. Jay Uso can't stand Sami Zayn. <laughs> you got all this going on, but it's it's all just entertaining. And Roman is just so good at what he's doing. I hate to see that come to an end because you only get that kind of run once, you know. It can't, something what, what Roman's doing cannot be replicated. It's not like, oh, well, he can get the title back again and do that again. Two years as the Universal Champion. He's been a world champion for two years straight. Two years. And two years uh, as of two days ago, August 30th, yeah. my, my birthday, by mm-hmm. the way. But yeah, that's how I remember the day Roman's Reigns won it. Yep. It was on my birthday. Yep. And two years later, he's still the champion. Yep. He is still the champion. And it's just, it's working. And I say, I say go with it until it's not, until you see that it's starting not to work. Or unless Roman's like, okay, I'm tired and need some time off, you know, I'm, you know, or something like that. But so I'm, I could see it going either way. And I can't really pick who should win or who's going to win because there's valid points for both. I have a feeling they're going to give it to Drew. Uh, Okay. For all those who are in America listening to this or watching this, yes, Wales and Scotland and England and Northern Ireland are all part of the United Kingdom. When you say UK, United Kingdom, it is a country of countries. Drew McIntyre is from Scotland. This event is being held in Wales. Which is two countries away from where he is, from where he's from. 
Right. And yeah, you're going to have Scottish people going and watching. Yes. Don't get me yep. wrong. I mean, he's going to he's going to have a lot of support. And they're saying, well, he's the hometown kid. No, you can say quasi hometown, sort mm -hmm. of. But because they're all part of Great Britain, really, I mean, because you also say it's on the on the same island. You know, yeah. you can drive from Scotland to Wales. Yeah. Um, and I've been to both. In fact, I was to both within a couple of weeks of each other. Uh, that's another story. Went to Scotland for 10 days, came back, and then went to Wales um, about three weeks later. <laughs> but <laughs> if I went to Cardiff, went to the Hard Rock Cafe, which is no longer there in Cardiff. And, you know, be another beautiful country. The people were friendly. Um, it They're not the same country. So no. he's not the hometown guy. I mean, but he will have a lot of support. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely have a lot of support. The one thing that they have gotten uh, right, though, is Drew was cutting a promo, and he said that Roman always takes talks about his, uh, you know, his island of revelancy, and uh, Drew's like, "Well, Saturday you're going to my island," and that part works. Mm -hmm. But saying that they're going to be in his backyard though his big his backyard's two countries away yeah <laughs> and i mean and i'm not going to pull up the map to show you know you uh i want to say you'd probably drive through birmingham to get there mm -hmm. more likely um but yeah drew will have more support than roman yes and i mean that that i have no doubt whatsoever oh no um, i think i think that that place is going to erupt when he comes out and i need him to come out to broken dreams not not the not the music he comes out to i need him to come out to the old school drew mcintyre music broken dreams i think i think that place would erupt if he comes out to that music everybody is wanting him to come out to that music he's even hinting at it with uh on twitter and he said uh, is the is the dream near and things like that. Mm. And it's like, play that music. Because I love that theme song. And I think it's going to be, this is going to be another must-see match. Because mm -hmm. there's so much uh, so much other drama involved. Because you have the Usos. They're always a, a threat to pull some shenanigans. And you also have Sammy right there. Of course, this mm -hmm. past Monday night. Where he wouldn't hit, uh, was it AJ with the... Oh, AJ? Uh, it, was Kev, it was Kevin Owens. He oh, it was Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah, he wouldn't hit Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens is saying, you know, Sammy, yeah, we've been at odds, but I still consider him, you know, my best friend and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. and, and, of course, in real life, they are best friends. Yes. You know, um, but they're always in the ring. It's kind of like Terry Funk and Mick Foley. Yes, they're either they're either together or fighting. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah, and always. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, there's so much good drama there that just it mm -hmm. makes it, the entire match intriguing. And you know, so I mean, it, I I'm really wanting to watch this just to see everything yeah. that could possibly unfold. Because now you also had to is Sammy going to help him, or is Sammy mm -hmm. going to turn on the bloodline? Um, yeah. Of course, it's kind of funny because the bloodline is a bunch of Samoan dudes, and then you have this Syrian Muslim French Canadian guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's the honorary ooze. Yeah, the honorary ooze. And but Sami Zayn, I mean, he can pull it off. Oh yeah. That dude, he is so versatile. 
Um, hey, I've got one more prediction, but this is like more of a long-term booking thing. But I meant to tell you earlier, if uh, Solo uh, Sequoia comes to the main roster and joins the bloodline, I could see them turning on Sammy. Sammy kick, gets kicked out. Sammy t- starts teaming with Kevin Owens and them chasing the Usos for the tag talks. You know, yeah, because Sammy, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens have experience as a tag team and as tag team champions because they were uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions twice. Um, So I could see I I I could see that's happening. That's the way I would book it and have Sammy kind of come to his senses and realize that the bloodline was just using him and team with Kevin Owens. And start chasing the Usos for the tag titles. I can see some shenanigans backfiring this coming weekend, and that'll cost Roman the title. And then they blame it on Sammy. Yep. And then, yep. Yep. Boom. I, there we go. I, I, I could see that too. And one other thing they ought to do, and you know, before we got to wrap this up, because I realized, wow, we've been going at it for a while, so we, we're yeah. not even going to really, yeah. really talk about AEW uh, yep. tonight. But, um, but you got Mox and Punk too is the main event for yes. for AEW, and I think it's going to be really, really good. I think it's going to be a good, a good old fashioned fight. Yeah, and it's going to be in Chicago, which of mm-hmm. course is where CM Punk's from. Yeah. Um, some of the other stuff on All Out, I'm trying to keep track of the whole the the six man tag, even though they're calling it the trios tag. Or yeah, because it because in uh, um, they use like the Mexican because in Mexico it's they're called trios titles. Oh, instead okay. Of six, instead of six man, they're the the okay. trios. I like that. Um, well, speaking of trios, what they could do is you have Kevin Owens, you have Sami Zayn, you have Jinder Mahal, who's also mm-hmm. French Canadian. A lot of people yep. forget about that. Jinder yeah. Mahal is also from there. Put them all three together, which looks like one of the weirdest combos ever. <laughs> yeah, but it would work. Yeah, you know? of course. I know they don't. They're not pushing Jinder Mahal as being from French. No. Yeah. They're not pushing him as being from Canada. They're pushing yeah. him from India. Well, his yes, his heritage is from India. Yeah. And, and, but he speaks English, he speaks French, he speaks Hindi. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and he's a big jacked up dude. <laughs> yeah. And put put the three of them together. Um, and it's not like Jinder Mahal has never been part of a weird looking faction anyway. Three minute warning. You had him mm-hmm. and Drew McIntyre and you had, was it Heath Slater? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So and that one, it was funny and it worked. And Jinder Mahal can pull off. So put them together. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> but uh, I think it's gonna be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. So we apologize for not getting to all the AEW stuff, but you know when we really dig digging deep and a- analyze something, we really dig it deep and analyze something with yeah, the we do. <laughs> and we also wanted to hit on some of the other topics, especially not being able to record, you know, since last week. Yep. Um, you know, but. Monday, we were just talking about this. We probably won't record Monday because it's a holiday in the States. And you know, yep. so for us, that is a family day. Yep. Um, yep. More than likely next Thursday, we will give a review of all the pay-per-views that were going on over the yep. weekend. So, yep. but yep. Um, do you have anything else that we may have? Uh, no, wanna... Nope. That's it. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a big weekend for wrestling. Uh, Saturday's Clash at the Castle, Sunday, uh, NXT Worlds Collide, 
And then uh, Sunday night is AEW All Out. So as wrestling fans, we've got, you know, a lot to look forward to over the weekend. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You know, so, but like I said, if you want to contact us, armchair breaking podcast at gmail.com, look us, look us up on all the other socials. You can just probably Google, find us, listen to us, give us five star, give us a five star review if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. And also on Apple, though, you can also give us a written review. Let us know how we're doing. But until we can meet again, goodbye and God bless. God bless.